This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Welcome, trainers, to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin. I'm the host of this show. I do want to thank you very much for listening to today's episode. If you're listening live over at pokedexradio.com slash live, thank you so much. Excuse me. Thank you so much for doing so. Uh, and if you are downloading the episode, thank you so much for doing that as well. Um, again, if you're listening live, I might not do it every single episode, but I will try to uh, do it live. Again, that's pokedexradio.com slash live. You'll see that page up. And usually I'll post within at least a day or two um, on that page if I'm going to be recording live or not. Or um, I'll post it on the Facebook at least within the day uh, that I'm going to be recording, usually a Saturday. But those of you who are listening live, thank you again so much for doing so. You can find the show notes for today's episode after the recording over at pokedexradio.com slash 77. 77 episodes, we've gone already three quarters of a hundred, lots of episodes. So I'm really glad that we're actually starting to do something different now, like doing the live episode. Now, today we're going to be talking about uh, the topic I mentioned last, uh, last episode that I wanted to talk about something a little bit more controversial within Pokemon. Uh, the title of today's episode, those of you who've downloaded, will see title is Pokemon is evil. So the reason I mentioned that, and there was way too much to, uh, to pack into today's episode. So I'm going to uh, break it up into maybe two, three, four episodes, depending on uh, how much content there is. So today is uh, the topic again is called Pokemon is Evil. We're going to be talking about controversies that Pokemon have gone uh, has gone through over the past 17 years, 15 years, however long uh, Pokemon has been around, pretty much since 1998. Um, most of the controversies we're going to be talking about today are older controversies um, from the, uh, early, uh, from the late, uh, from the late nineties until the early two thousands. Um, before we get into that, let's get into this. Now trainers, I do want to thank you very much for listening to the live episode. And usually you hear me do this in the recording. So those of you who actually want to support the show, you can always go to pokedexradio.com slash support. And there you can find the different ways to support the show. You can find the donate page. You can find the store. You can find everything there. You can find all those pages over at pokedexradio.com slash store, pokedexradio.com slash donate, uh, or even pokedexradio.com slash Amazon to help, to help support the podcast. Now, trainers, those of you who like to shop on Amazon, you could always go to pokedexradio.com slash Amazon, shop for whatever you want there. You purchase it, it still helps support the podcast. Those of you who want to shop on our Pokedex Radio store, go to pokedexradio.com slash store to find all the different little things that I compiled and, and brought together for you, so you can go ahead and search them there. Pokemon video games, uh, Pokemon uh, uh, plushies, 
other things there available for you. Or if you just want to help uh, support the podcast with a little bit of a monetary donation, you could always do so at pokedexradio.com slash donate. And thank you so much for your support, trainers. All right, trainers, let's get into our main topic over here. Again, Pokemon is evil. It is the worst thing in the world. Why do we like Pokemon? Well, clearly there's a reason we like Pokemon, and there's many people who want to stop that. At least they used to. I'm not sure if they're still into this kind of stuff today. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is this uh, children's pastor back in 1999. I know it's uh, it's been like 15 years since then, but still, it's relevant because people are always trying to stop us from doing the things we like to do anyways, regardless of it being Pokemon, you know, or whatever other things you like to enjoy. This guy, uh, his, uh, there's two pastors I want to talk about today and not to make it a religious argument or anything. I already have my own opinions about that and that's not going to be brought up in this show. Um, either way, this guy, his uh, first guy we're going to be talking about, his name is, uh, Mike Juvera or Mike, uh, uh, Huvera. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Either way, children's pastor from uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. This guy is a bit of a nutcase. Um, so what he did, uh, well, first of all, those of you who are uh, of a, an older generation, my generation who played Pokemon as uh, elementary students or even middle school students, uh, I'm sure many of you had the unfortunate opportunity to have Pokemon either banned from your school or had Pokemon um you know, just kind of kept away, you know, kept it to, you know, a limited amount of things. You can't bring your Game Boy. You can't do this. You can't bring your cards to school, things like that. This happened to me. Uh, unfortunately, at the time, I went to a private school, so they really did not like, and that's the reason I'm going to be talking about some of this stuff, too. They really did not like uh, the idea of Pokemon. I mean, they didn't even like things like Harry Potter and stuff like that, which I, I think is insane. I mean, not the biggest fan of Harry Potter or anything like that. I did read all the books. Very good. But uh, they're very good books. But anyways, um. Uh, the idea of having Pokemon completely either banned from a school or from your school or just uh, not allowed to be brought like on the bus or whatever, whatever it may have been for you at that time. Uh, this children's pastor, again, Colorado Springs, Colorado, uh, took it to the next level. Uh, really lunatic guy. I mean, that's, those are just all my opinion. This guy is a complete nutcase. What he did during a uh, during a service during a I guess it was a children's service or something like that uh, went ahead by the name uh, again his name was uh, Mark Juvera. And you can go ahead and read the show notes over at PokedexRadio.com slash seventy seven after uh, after the recording of this show. Those of you who are listening live, you can go ahead and check that out afterwards. Um, this guy went ahead and, according to the news article, which was I believe was in the Denver Post, um, the article I have here is from. Uh, electronic gaming monthly that I'll be reading off of. And you can, and you can read afterwards the Denver post uh, one. I'll, I'll post in the show notes as well. Uh, this guy went ahead and uh, took a blowtorch to a bunch of Pokemon cards and even took a 30 inch sword uh, to a Pikachu plushie. Now who would want to go ahead and um, stab poor little Pikachu? Uh, I have no idea, but apparently uh, according to this guy, he did not actually take a blowtorch to Pokemon cards. Uh, and he says he only just hit the Pikachu plushie with the sword. And then they tore it apart and threw it in the garbage afterwards uh, because they didn't want anybody to remove it from the garbage and keep it for themselves. Complete lunatic. 
uh, let's go ahead and uh, I'm going to read you some of the uh, uh, some of the article here. Uh, Again, this is from Electronic Gaming Monthly. This is from an article back in 1999. So this was when a lot of us were uh, obviously much younger. I mean, I was still in elementary school at the time. Uh, Let me go ahead and just read part of it here for you. Mark Javera, a a children's pastor at Grace Fellowship Church in Colorado Springs, Colorado, nabbed national attention attention in August when he took a sword and a soldering iron to Pokemon merchandise in front of dozens of kids during one of his church services. Um, Now, uh, some... Okay, I just read here that he took a soldering iron. Some say he took a blowtorch. I believe uh, in another article he says that he only took an iron uh, to the Pokemon cards and only singed them a little bit. Either way, why would you even do that? Who cares? What does this guy have to care so much about Pokemon? But apparently, it uh, what he said about it is um, it it kind of obstructs the biblical word of God type of deal. Again, I'm not going to make this a religious argument. I just want to point out some of the controversies within Pokemon. Um, again, I have my own opinions about this guy already uh, and about the things he does. But uh, he said that the sword wasn't so- uh, wasn't sharp, and since the Pikachu was soft and it was a plushie, uh, they didn't cut it. We only struck it one time. This is quoting. We only struck it one time and ripped it apart so no one could take it from the trash. Uh, I mentioned that before. This guy is a complete loony. Juvera's son, uh, he was nine years old at the time. I guess this guy, this kid's my age. He said uh, um, that he stopped playing uh, with Pokemon, and the pastor thinks he has other kids thinking twice about the pocket monster craze. Now, those of you, like I said, who were much younger back then, 1999, 2000, 2001, within that era of Pokemon, first generation, second generation, you guys experienced this. I want to hear what you have uh, to say about your personal experiences with Pokemon uh, within school or, or whatever it may have been, maybe even with your parents. Once the comment section opened, once the, uh, the, the post is out there, uh, pokedexradio.com slash 77. I want to see, I want to hear what you have to say. You could either record it and send it to me in an email feedback at pokedexradio.com, or you can go ahead and just type it up in, uh, as a comment over there. I would really like to hear what you guys had to go through as well. Cause this is completely nuts. Um, uh, at the end of the article, it says, in fact, several schools across the country have banned Pokemon cards and the game boy games uh, this is back in the day, game boy, those of you who might not know what it is. This was the 3DS back in the day, pretty much. Uh, uh, The article says that they are too distracting, um, that teachers say it's too distracting, while other fear that bigger kids are bullying younger ones into unfair Pokemon trades. Now, that's one thing that bothers me, the unfair Pokemon trade idea. Those of you who know how the card game works, know what the value of cards are, know exactly what you have to trade for what, you know, what you think is valuable. And, you know... Yeah, back in the day with, you know, the the first edition holographic Charizard card, everybody wanted that. I mean, I didn't I didn't even have a first edition uh holographic Charizard. I had the, you know, regular, you know, uh second edition one, pulled it right out of a pack, mint condition. Immediately I put it into a couple of sleeves and haven't touched it since pretty much. But then again, I I mean I wouldn't trade that for, you know, you know, some some nothing card. You know what I'm saying? So they go on to say, and this becomes a religious argument, really, but I'm not going to try to get into that, like I keep saying. Um, this guy went ahead and looked into, uh, wait, was it this guy? I think I'm confusing the two guys here. Yeah, I think I'm confusing these two guys, because there was another guy as well who did something a little bit insane here. Um, I believe it was uh, the Mark Juvera guy. Went ahead and looked into it, 
and wanted to see what the whole Pokemon craze was and found out that it was made by, excuse me, the, the card game was made by Wizards of the Coast, which is the, uh, uh, the same people who are, who published the cards of, uh, Magic the Gathering. Now, Magic the Gathering has already, you know, got its own people against it as well. Both Pokemon and Magic the Gathering people think it's part of the occult and things like that, um, that we are controlling these evil monsters and they're demons and things like that. Um, and, uh, he he goes on to kind of mention that, you know, these, this is like the work of the devil. I don't know how Pikachu is a, is a demon of any kind. It's kind of silly to me. Uh, but either way, let's get on to the next guy. Uh, this guy, his name is a uh, pastor, David Browd, PhD. Okay. This guy is a, this guy's a PhD. And I think a lot of you who may be listening right now, 14, 15, 16 years old, even younger are probably a lot smarter than this dude. Um, I mean, in all seriousness, I'm going to read part of his article and he has a, uh, he wrote an entire page. I mean, this thing is a pretty lengthy filled with Bible verses, things like that. Uh, this, his article is called the problem with Pokemon. All right. And right now I don't have a, a, that is already have a problem with the title of his article for one, the problem with Pokemon. Again, this is pastor David L. Brown, PhD. I don't know what, where he would have gotten this PhD from anyways. Um, not that I did any research about him or anything, but uh, he goes on to say uh, his introduction to his lengthy article here, which first of all, his article has an introduction, the history of Pokemon, um, measuring Pokemon by the Bible. These are just the topics he goes over. What values, beliefs, and philosophies do the game promote? Which we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, are supernatural pat- powers portrayed? And if so, what are the source or origin of those powers? And his last topic are what are the player's thoughts and imagine um, where are the player's thoughts and imagination being directed? So first of all, I want to read his introduction because his introduction is completely insane. He goes on to say, and I quote, my son called me on the phone recently and asked, dad, do you know anything about the kids collector card game Pokemon? Uh, the reason he asked was because my oldest grandson, who is seven years old, came home with several of the cards he got from a friend at church. He showed them to his dad and said his friends thought they were cool. After looking at the few cards, his dad had a different opinion. Though he could not put his finger on exactly what the problem was by looking at those few cards, he definitely had an uneasy feeling about them. While he neither saw nor read anything overtly evil on the cards, there were a couple of hints on them that made him suspicious. He decided not to allow his son to get involved with Pokemon until he looked into it further this proved to be a wise decision, and here is what I discovered, end quote. So, let's go on to see what this lunatic discovered about Pokemon, because those of us who've been following the Pokemon franchise for many years, me being one of them, I've been playing Pokemon since early 1999-ish, um, right after Pokemon came out. I think I started playing, Pokemon came out in September 80, uh, 98, I started playing April, May, March-ish of 99, just a few months later. So this guy goes, uh, what was I going to talk about? The, uh, the values, beliefs, and uh, philosophies that the game promote. He, he goes on to, to say, you know, that one of the, I'm going to read again, uh, and I quote, one of the first things I did was find out who produced the trading card game. This was the guy, my mistake. It wasn't the uh, Mark Juveri. It was this guy. Um, his name is, again, uh, David Brown, a doctor with a PhD, not actual doctor, but PhD, uh, David Brown. Um, one of the first things I did was to find out who produced the trading card game. He found out that it was Magic the Gathering, 
which is a heavily occult-laced trading card game that was very popular in the 1990s. I mean, Magic the Gathering is a great card game, don't get me wrong. But, and uh, apparently he even wrote a research report called Beware of Magic the Gathering, um, which, if you want to read that, I'll put the links for everything in the show notes again later on after the recording of the episode, those of you who are listening live. Um, this guy pretty much says, uh, he he quotes the Pokemon theme song you know i will travel across the land searching far and wide um each pokemon to, uh, i think it's teach pokemon not each pokemon but regardless uh, to understand the power that's inside gotta catch them all we all know the theme song even the new pokemon x and y um series uses the original lyrics from the theme song and remixes it and stuff like that from the from the first season he says the idea of you know catching them all is about greed. And I'm kind of elaborate. I'm not, I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit from what he says uh, that it's about greed because it's used over and over again in Pokemon paraphernalia that, f- that it fuels the craving for more cards, games, toys, gadgets, and comic books and Pokemon comic books. Now, the thing about this is that blows my mind. And I, I, I would love to hear your opinions about this after the show. Uh, put it put it in the comments. You can either record it, whatever. We'll play it in the next episode. Is that that's what advertising is about? If this guy has such a problem with the Pokemon, you know, uh, um, slogan of "Gotta catch them all," which is the idea of Pokemon, and I mean, yeah, in, in the recent in the most recent game, they kind of gotten away from catching them all, just because I think there's so many. I think that's the reason they got away from that, and then building that bond with you and your Pokemon. But that's the whole idea of advertising. You know, you got to have more, you got to do this. You got to, you got to have more of this. You have to have more of everything. You know, you know, you can't just get, you know, the small drink, you can't just get the medium or the large drink. You have to supersize it. That was the whole idea of that. And because of that movie, great movie, but, um, kind of bit of a spin on that movie either way. You know, that's the whole idea of advertising. That's the whole idea of making things bigger, you know, you know, bigger, stronger, faster. That's the idea of it. And then got to catch them all. It's just one, one small piece. Why this guy has such a problem with Pokemon and not any other, uh, Pokemon like franchise. I know he already had a problem with magic, the gathering, but you know, what about Digimon? These are digital monsters and you, insert yourself into the PC, into a computer, into the internet, if you want to put in, in, insert yourself, whatever, however you want to put it, especially in, you know, Digimon uh, Zero Two, the second season of it, you know, they're literally going into the internet and doing that. What, what does that say? You know, what is this guy going to say about something like that? I don't know. Let's move on from that topic. Uh, let's, let's move on from, from Digimon. But this guy goes on to uh, pretty much put down Pokemon and say that it's so evil and it's so it's like pretty much like this the, the what is it the seven deadly sins or whatever uh, he goes on to describe some of the characters from the Pokemon anime Misty Brock Jesse James Gary and again I'm going to read off of his article he says uh, let's take a look at another character Ash's companion Misty she's described as headstrong and stubborn constantly quibbling with Ash and seems to harbor deeper feelings for Ash. So, ooh, bought my headphones. So, ouch. 
<laughs> hurt myself. Sorry. Um, who cares? Okay. She's headstrong. What, what is this guy, you know, have, you know, is this guy being sexist or something just because there's a strong woman character in, in the Pokemon, you know, video game or, or anime, whatever it may be. Does this guy not like that? That's what I have a problem with this dude. You know, just little things like that. She's stubborn. Big deal. Ash is stubborn. So is Brock. So is Gary. So are Jesse and James. Everybody, I mean, anybody can, you can point fingers and and place little ideas of everything. I'm a stubborn person. Who cares? It's not because of Pokemon. That's for sure. You know, Pokemon didn't make me a, a bad person, but let's, let's move on. That she's constantly quibbling with Ash and seems to harbor deeper feelings for Ash. And that was like a big, yeah, that was a big deal. She did harbor deeper feelings for Ash. Those of you who, who purchased and listened to the To Be A Master CD, they had that whole, you know, love song between, uh, for, uh, from, sung by, uh, sung by Rachel Lillis, but for, for, it was from Misty to Ash. Obviously, she harbored deeper feelings for him. Yeah, he was, you know, too, it's Ash. He's a little bit brain dead, but, you know, he's not all there. He's more into getting his Pokemon deal, you know. So he didn't, so obviously that plot line never, never went on. There was no relationship plot line between Misty and Ash. Obviously it's a kid's show. You know, they can see a little bit of a crush here and there, but it, it's, it's a Japanese cartoon. Who cares? Let's move on. They go on to Brock also, uh, uh, being by far the most horn, uh, hormonal Brock's fascination with the opposite sex many times gets him, uh, or the group in trouble. Although he's yet to have anything resembling a score. This dude Okay, this okay. That's me reading off of that. This com- this dude is completely insane. Um, yeah, Brock is a little bit older than everybody else. Um, kind of becomes like the father figure for uh, Ash and Misty, mostly Ash. Um, he does a lot of the cooking, cleaning, and everything for everybody. Who, those of you who've seen the anime, you guys know. If anything, it's on Netflix. The whole first, uh, the first season, the Indigo Plateau. Go watch it. It's amazing. What does this guy care about? Brock making a score. What, what does this guy care about Brock being in a relationship with somebody? Yeah, during uh, Orange Islands, he, he ended up uh, having a relationship with Professor Ivy, sort of. Either way, let's move on from, uh, from, uh, from Brock. Uh, looking into Gary now, apparently he's a jerk, self-centered, vindictive, and obnoxious. So is Ash. Moving on. Then there's Jesse and James. Obviously, Jesse and James named after Jesse James. Um, you know, here's how they're described. Uh, prepare for trouble, make it double. Jesse James, uh, are a mysterious and evil gang looking to steal rare Pokemon. Jesse and James are stuck up fashion conscious and prone to cross dressing, which we'll talk about the cross dressing in a different episode. Um, it's already getting into about 25 minutes here. Um, at least as far as the live one is concerned. Um, we'll talk about Jesse and James cross dressing in a, in a future episode of, of, uh, Pokedex radio, but yeah, they're stuck up. They're the bad. They're the bad guys. Yeah, they're fashion conscious. They're weird. Big deal. They're Jesse and James. That's their. That's their thing. That's their gimmick. They try to steal Pikachu. They're fashion conscious. They're kind of stuck up. That's the character. What do? You, what does this guy want them to be? I don't understand the where the evil comes from. And then they goes. He goes on to to talk about as well that the um where do Pokemon get their energy from? And in the card game, they get them from energy cards. And this is like evil energy and things like that. He's thinking way too much into this. And now I know I'm the nerd with the Pokemon podcast 
who does this pretty much every week. And I, I look into Pokemon news and things like that, and I bring it to you, the listener, the trainer, who wants to listen to Pokemon news, Pokemon topics, and want to talk to me about these kind of things, or, or at least listen to these kind of things. Yeah, I look into a, I look into it really deeply. But, and I care about Pokemon very deeply as well. But this guy went ahead and completely looked at it from a different point of view and even brought um, biblical stories into the mix and tried saying, because this said this in the Bible, again, I'm not trying to make it a religious argument, but I'm just trying to make a point here, that it said this in the Bible, and then it said this in Pokemon. This in Pokemon clearly goes against what this is said in the Bible, so clearly Pokemon is bad. That's like, that's doesn't even make sense to me. That's like saying, you know, just because Samus Aran, and those of you who don't know who Samus Aran is, it's the little, the, the lady in the red armor suit from Super Smash, she's in Super Smash Brothers, she has her own, you know, games and everything. Um, Metroid, you know. Anyways, um, it's like saying, because it, because they don't talk about Samus Aran in the Legend of Zelda video games, this means anything that Samus Aran does, that Samus does, is completely evil and wrong and doesn't have to do with anything of what the Legend of Zelda has taught us. I mean, it's it's completely asinine. It's it's so stupid what these people have, these these arguments. It just doesn't make any sense. And yeah, you carry your Pokemon with you. You you hold these creatures in these little metallic pieces of technology, these little Pokeballs, and you carry them around with you. It's not that you're carrying demons with you. It's like having a pet. I mean, in all seriousness. And and these guys go on to say, both of them, both of these pastors, uh, what are their names again? Uh, Pastor David Brown, PhD, wherever he got that from again, I have no idea. Uh, and then Pastor David Mark Juvera, complete lunatics, both of them. Uh, I have, I don't understand where their, their sense of right and wrong came from. But... It's clearly not of any sort of moral standpoint to go ahead and burn Pokemon cards, stab a plushie of Pikachu. Who stabs a plushie? Like what sick person does this kind of stuff? And these two dudes, sick, completely sick. And we're going to talk about other like insane people who hate Pokemon in, in, in another episode. Maybe not next episode, but definitely coming up soon because these dudes are insane. Um, let me see if I can find this article here, uh, that where this one, when, when they were actually, actually it was the Denver post article that said it. Let me, let me bring it up here. Give me one second guys. Um, when they were burning the Pokemon cards, when this, uh, Mark Juvera was burning the Pokemon cards during that demonstration of burning them and, and stabbing the Pikachu, these children, kids, nine, 10, 11 years old children were chanting, burn it. Burn it. Chop it up. Chop it up. What? That makes no sense. These evil little people, these evil people are brainwashing these poor kids into doing something. Okay, and and these were 85 children ages 6 through 12. They were teaching them that Pokemon is evil. Pokemon is not evil. In In fact, Pokemon has taught me so many good things. Sharing. Like trading. What do you do when you when you capture a Pokemon? You raise it, you know, you care for it. 
you know, and then if you find somebody else, like one of the first episodes of Pokemon, like, like when, when Ash traded his Butterfree for that Raticate, horrible trade, but still he did it anyways, because that's what you do with Pokemon. You share, you trade. That's the whole idea of Pokemon. That's the whole idea of catching them all. You have to go to another person to be able to say, Hey, you have this. I have this. Would you like to trade? Would you want to share Pokemon with each other? Is sharing not a good thing? I don't know. These guys are completely insane. Um, now we got some comments over here. Cool. Um, I don't know. These guys are a complete wax. I, I have no idea how to, how else to describe these guys than just complete nut jobs. Pokemon is about sharing. Pokemon is about companionship. Pokemon is about friendship. You know, all the things that they teach you in kindergarten, really sharing friendship, being nice with, you know, to other people playing nice, not being, you know, like store losers or anything like that. That's the whole idea of Pokemon. And let's take that even further to the idea of what I do here at Pokedex radio. You know, I try not to, you know, to say anything bad on the podcast. I try not to, you know, curse or anything like that while on the show. You know, I try not to be rude to anybody who comments on the show, on the show notes or something I want to actually like bring up as part of the show. Somebody disagreed with me. That's fine. Let's have a conversation about it. Clearly these guys don't want to have the conversation. Like I'll sit, like I would more than love to sit down with somebody who goes out and says, you know, no Pokemon is the most disgusting evil thing in the world and nobody should be playing this. I'll have a conversation with that person. Gladly bring me somebody who says that and I will have that conversation. Uh, might even do it on the show. You never know, but okay. Trainers let's, let's, let's end this rant. Let me, let me, let's, let's wind down for a little bit. Oddly enough. Okay. I mentioned earlier that we had a comment over, uh, uh, on the, uh, on the live stream here. Um, what I will try to do actually is, uh, try to make a, like a, a comment, I mean, a like a chat session that you can guys go, can go ahead and, uh, um, you guys, we can like all chat together on, you know, on, uh, on the Pokedex radio website. So we can try to make this a little bit, a uh, little bit more participation friendly, uh, Jay from the, uh, from the tournament, you know, he's on the forums and everything. He's pretty much the one who helped me run the uh, Pokedex radio championship uh, before the Pokedex radio tournament. Um, he actually commented, which I'm just going to throw it up in the show. Now uh, we'll get to the Pokemon of the episode in a second. Uh, he mentioned that uh, uh, his dad doesn't like him playing Pokemon. So he plays in secret. He plays Pokemon in secret, which I mean, I mean, Jay, bro, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that you have to do something like that, that your dad doesn't in, like you playing the Pokemon video game. But I mean, there has to be a way that, you know, you can, uh, and for, for anybody who's actually having this issue, there has to be some kind of way that you, you can either talk to your parent or talk to your guardian, whoever is taking care of you or, or, or talk to whoever is, you know, trying to stop you from playing Pokemon and tell them and, and put it in, put it in their terms. Like you and I you, trainers, we love Pokemon. We play the Pokemon video game. We get into it. You know, we know all the language. We know the ins and outs of the game. You know, some of us even take it a little bit more seriously, you know, archaism, all that kind of stuff, you know, um, you know, Lord Helix, all those kinds of things. You know, we, we got it. Like we live in this world. Now we have to help people, other people understand what's going on in the Pokemon world. Uh, if we, if they don't understand, we actually have to try to translate it for them by saying, Hey, look, this is just a video game. I really enjoy playing it. 
It's nothing evil. It's not teaching me bad habits. It's not, it's actually teaching me good things, trading, being friends with other people, things like that. And that has to, I I don't know how, how to put it because some people like these two other guys that I, that I mentioned earlier in the show, um, are, are just too stubborn. They're too locked into their own thought process that they can't see that this is something we enjoy. I mean, you have your things that you enjoy. You have your vices. I have mine. And this happens to be mine. If you don't enjoy that I play Pokemon, don't play Pokemon with me. And and it's it's just simply as simple as that. I mean, there's things that, you know, my girlfriend likes doing that I don't like to do. But I, that's the whole compromisation of, you know, being in a relationship, things like that. You know, I don't like going to the mall shopping for makeup, but I still go with her to do it because I know she enjoys that. You know, she doesn't like me, you know, always like sitting around playing video games or whatever, but, you know, she allows me to do that because she knows I enjoy it. You know, I do my show every week, you know, while she's at work. So she, I don't have to bother her with doing this show while she's here, you know, or while, while we're hanging out or anything like that. I mean, come on. That's, that's how it is. You know, people need to be a little bit more understanding. And that's what Pokemon teaches understanding. I mean, let me, let me try to look up the quote here. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Uh, the quote from Mewtwo from the first movie. I know recently I've been talking a lot about, you know, old Pokemon uh, ideas and things like that. Sorry, I'm moving around in my chair. This is what Pokemon teaches you. Understanding, acceptance of other people for who they are. Regardless of where they come from. Regardless of what they believe. Regardless of what they like. Regardless of what they look like. Regardless of what kind of person that is. And one of the most amazing quotes from Pokemon, other than I should have worn pants or I could use pants, <laughs> you know, is by Mewtwo in the first Pokemon movie, the English, the English one, I don't know if the Japanese one had a similar quote. I'm sure it did, but it's so amazing. This quote, I see now the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Take that to heart, trainers. That, regardless of if you don't like a person, for I mean, you shouldn't have hate in your heart. And then even later on, let me see if I can pull up the the Meowth one as well. Here, let me just let me just read the Meowth quote. He says, "We do have a lot of common: the same air, the same earth, the same sky. Maybe if we started looking at uh, what's the same instead of always looking at what's different." Well, who knows? I mean, come on. How is Pokemon evil when it's teaching you acceptance of other people, regardless of what they look like, what they believe, how they speak, you know, whatever. And this is the kind of stuff that I personally base my life on rather than things that teach you evil, hatred, like these other, like these other two guys. And that's all I'm going to say about my opinions on that i feel like forrest gump here uh let's get into uh uh all right hang on i gotta bring up the music here let's get into the pokemon of the episode who's that pokemon a little tongue-in-cheek here i decided to choose the pokemon of the episode pokemon number 666 devil uh no uh vivian vivian is uh 
a bug and flying type Pokemon introduced in the Kalos region, Pokemon X and Y games, uh, introduced in the Pokemon X and Y games in the Kalos region. Um, it is a, another, one of those like starting beginning bug Pokemon that you usually can find at the beginning of the games. Um, again, like I said, Vivian is a bug and flying type Pokemon. It is classified as the scale Pokemon. Um, very interesting Pokemon. And then I'll talk about why in a minute. Um, it stands at three feet, 11 inches tall or 1.2 meters. And it weighs 37.5 pounds or 17 kilograms. Uh, you can find um, a Vivian you can't find it in the wild, but you can find it in the friend safari, oddly enough, which is nice about Vivian. But uh, it evolves originally from uh, scatter, uh, starts at a scatterbug. You can capture scatterbug uh, either on Route 2 in Pokemon X and Y or in the Santaloon Forest. At level 9, it will evolve into Spupa, Spupa, however you want to pronounce it. Um, you, and you cannot catch Spupa, Spupa in the wild. I'll say Spupa, that sounds better. And then at level 12, it'll evolve into Vivian. Um, let's go let's start with, uh, I believe they all have the same abilities. Shield Dust. Uh, okay, they actually have different abilities. Uh, Pokemon number 664, Scatterbug, the basic form of Vivian, uh, starts, uh, has three different abilities. Uh, Shield Dust, Compound Eyes, or the hidden ability, Friend Guard. Um, Shield Dust, uh, damaging, what it does is damaging moves used by the opponent will not have an additional effect. Compound Eyes, what it does is raises the, uh, the Pokemon's accuracy by 30%, and its hidden ability, Friend Guard. In double and triple battles, the ally Pokemon receives reduced damage from attacks. When it evolves into Spupa, if it has the hidden ability, Friend Guard, it will keep that ability. Uh, but if it has either Shield Dust or Compound Eyes, that ability will turn into Shed Skin. What Shed Skin does... Uh, is every turn it has a 1 in 3 chance of healing from a status condition like burn, paralysis, sleep, poison, and being frozen. Once Spupa evolves into Vivian, uh, it'll revert back to its original ability unless it had its hidden ability in the first place, then it'll keep that. Um, its abilities are Shield Dust, Compound Eyes, and with the hidden ability, Friend Guard. And I already mentioned what they said, so I'm not going to repeat myself. Um, well, they do, so I'm not going to repeat myself. So... Um, Vivian is interesting just because it has alternate forms. Um, being a butterfly makes complete sense. I'm surprised they didn't like do that with Butterfree back in the day when it came to, you know, a little bit more open region type games. Like you can trade with around the world GTS type stuff in the third and the, uh, in the th fourth generation, excuse me. Um, so Vivian has 18 different patterns that you can get depending on where you live in the world. And, the only way it, the game knows where you live is by your 3DS configuration. So if you start your game with your 3DS saying you live in the United States, depending on where in the United States you, you live, depending on what state you are or anything like that, uh, not specifically state, but what region you live in, you can get a different color pattern. For example, I live in Florida in the United States. So I will be getting the, um, which one was it? Uh, I'm trying to go look through all of these. Actually, I think it was the modern pattern. Um, yeah, I believe it's the modern pattern that I would be able to um, see in my video game, in, in my Pokemon X or Y game. So in order to get every single 
pattern of Vivian. And again, it has 18 as the meadow pattern, which is the pink one as a polar pattern, which looks like, you know, blue in the background with looks like snow. It has the tundra pattern again, a light blue in the background and then snow, a continental pattern, which looks kind of like a desert sort of thing. There's also a garden pattern, which is more green, elegant pattern, which is purple, an icy snow pattern, modern pattern, marine pattern, archipelago, high plains, sandstorm, river, monsoon, savanna, sun pattern, ocean, and jungle pattern. All different patterns. They all, I think this is possibly one of the most interesting Pokemon out there, just because depending on where you are, what you configure your DS to, depending on if you're in Japan, Iceland, Africa, depending on where you are in Africa, depending on where you are in the United States. If you're in Hawaii, you get a different one. If you're in South America, you get, you know, depending on where you live in South America, you can get different ones. So like I mentioned before, you have to trade to get each and every one of them, or you just have to cheat and start over a new game each time, changing your DS setting, your 3DS settings and going through the game like that, but whatever. Um, let's go over, um, and that's the whole idea of trading and sharing with other people. Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, uh, let's go over, uh, it's stats, uh, Vivian's base stats is HP 80, attack 52, defense 50, special attack 90, special defense 50, and a speed of 89. Um, pretty decent special attack at speed of 89, you know, and from what I understand, again, I'm not a competitive battler or anything like that, but I believe roughly the speed of 90, 91 is kind of like the cutoff point of, you know, if this is good, if this is a fast enough Pokemon to use for like a specific type of um, like sweeper or whatever. Um, I believe Gyarados, I think is like the, the margin point, I believe at a speed of 91 and a speed of 89, this Pokemon comes, uh, Vivian comes just below that. Um, if, if that makes any sense. So again, that is the Pokemon of the episode, Pokemon number 666 Vivian. So that is it for, uh, the episode trainers. Those of you who are listening live, I'll probably be on here for another few minutes, but I'm going to actually end the show right now. Um, if you have Twitter, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at, uh, at Pokedex radio, or you can follow my personal account as well at FS Austin VO. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Pokedex radio. Uh, if you don't already subscribe, please go ahead, subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, um, beyond pod, whatever types of feed aggregators, podcast catchers you want to use. Please go ahead, subscribe to the show so you get the, the episode every single week. Um, if you're listening live, thank you so much for going ahead and doing so. See, already, uh, there's still a couple of people uh, on, on here. Uh, we'll be having a bit of a conversation afterward, just kind of me venting a little bit after the show. A um, bit of a post show, if you will. But uh, that's pretty much it for the show, trainers. Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, let's go ahead and bring up the music here. There you go. All right, that's it. For the show notes, you can always go over to pokedexradio.com slash 77 for the show notes for today's episode. Uh, always after the show, within the first week, you will get a uh, competitive build of the Pokemon of the episode. Um, great friend of the show, writer for the, uh, for, the, for the website, Dre, will be going ahead um, and writing up a competitive build for Vivian within the next week. Um, 
Thank you so much for listening to, uh, to today's show, trainers. If you subscribe on iTunes, please go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Please give us a, uh, a thumbs up, a five star rating, and give us a great review over there on iTunes as well. Uh, if you're on Stitcher, I think Stitcher is a thumbs up, and please give us a rating and a review there as well. Um, whatever you can do to help support the show, I would really appreciate it, trainers. Even if you just subscribe, that still helps uh, support the show. So thank you so much for listening in today, trainers. Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And I'll see you guys next week. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2014, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com or for the Pokedex Radio at pokedexradio.com. And thank you for listening.